Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Real-time crime, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Real-Time Crime. I'm your host, Leah Lamar, and I have with me, oftentimes, Dimitri. Hello, oftentimes, Dimitri. (laughs) How are you always, Leah? Always Leah is pretty good. She's excited about the hot topics today. Not going to lie. Also, she's still in Ibiza and you may have just met my hot topic. Uh, Yeah, a couple things. Haven't you been there for like three months now? (laughs) Have you moved there and not told us? It does feel like that, but I am leaving tomorrow for Croatia. (laughs) Okay. Taking the long route home. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I just have to get go and check all my offshore accounts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, met you know uh uh some interesting people here <clears throat> yeah i i don't know i i'm not sure this is my place to say it but i did notice <laughs> that there was a a strapping man in the background a few minutes ago and and what nationality would you say he was i believe that was an australian accent that i heard hilarious british but that's fine was it really yeah yeah, yeah whatever yeah. he's super proper he's jewish he's super proper let's let's, I... let's delve into that for a minute <laughs> I will say this. I did first think maybe we were cousins. <laughs> I was like, I think we need to check wait a minute, wait a minute. me that... before we can move forward with this. Okay. So that was okay. I just want to make sure that that wasn't like, oh, let me meet him. I think we might be cousins. So he was both. I was honestly checking to see if maybe that was your first reaction versus Leah's definitely making out with this man, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, nice, nice British Jewish man. How many of He's... those are you going to find? 
He seems very nice. He seemed very helpful. Super helpful. So you are making out with him? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty there obvious. There you no? go. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to jump to assumptions, but all right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm making out with my cousin. So <laughs> Perfect. Speaking of cousins, haha. No, no. Speaking of family feuds, we've got some interesting hot topics today. We've got Kelly Clarkson's ex-husband accusing her of spying on him. LOL. We've got, obviously, our Dave Chappelle drama. It's continuing on figuring out a little bit more about his attacker. And then we have this insane case that I'm sure you guys have all been following about Casey and Vicky White, although not related. LOL. And then we will finally be rounding out with Devon Duniver today. <sighs> all right, Dimitri. Let's just dive right into Kelly Clarkson because this is pretty batshit. Yeah. it's uh, You wonder how these kids couldn't make it with stories like this. <laughs> I always wonder how kids of stars do it, you know, because I feel like their whole lives are under a scrutiny, which is essentially what Kelly's ex-husband is accusing her of doing. So despite a $115,000 a month spousal support settlement, it seems the Kelly Clarkson and Brandon Blackstock divorce drama is far from over. Two months after their divorce was finalized, Brandon's legal team has filed new court documents demanding Kelly has all of her 13 CCTV cameras switched off at the property <laughs> for the remainder of Brandon's stay at the Montana ranch. Reportedly, Brandon feels spied on because he suspects Kelly may have access to the CCTV footage on the property and wants them all turned off. His legal team is also demanding proof once the cameras are disabled. And as part of the divorce settlement, Blackstock was allowed to continue living at the Montana ranch through the month of June. Apparently, he could not afford to get a place of his own. The former couple allegedly, so it said in the article, the former couple share seven-year-old River and six-year-old Remington. Not only does Kelly have to pay him 115 k a month through January 2024, she was also hit with a one-time payment to her ex in the amount of 1.3 mil. Meanwhile, her child support to Brandon is an astounding 45000 You know... <sighs> There's some money floating around there. So <clears throat> right away, I'm going to throw out the I couldn't afford another place. 115000 a month. Isn't... And I know some of that's for the kids. Isn't he also like the uh, stepson of Barbara Streisand or something? He is? I thought so. Maybe... I, I don't want to misspeak here, but I thought he was the, the stepson or something of, of somebody. Yeah, like Dimitri, that. do some Googling before you make such a crazy claim like that. Well, nah, for what? <laughs> that's what we do here. Okay, um, so that's, yeah, we make crazy claims. So yeah. allegedly, steps on a Barbara Streisand. Also, how much money do your kids need per month? Not 115000 Right, and then plus the 1.3 on top of it. I mean, was he just like a trophy dad? A trophy I mean, husband? The, there are a few of us out there. <laughs> Hilarious. No. Just because you look like a trophy. <laughs> right. You mean just stone-faced? Just bald. Oh, bald. oh, 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 oh. stone-faced. That is what I meant. Dimitri, yeah, don't leave yeah. me. Wow. Um, well, here's the thing, though. I, I'm fine with him not wanting the cameras on, right? Because that could be a little weird. Um, I don't know what he's doing or if he just feels like she's trying to, you know. They've already settled stuff, right? So it's not like she would yeah, be trying to, other thing, to gather stuff. She, she, It's a huge ranch. Yeah. And there are 13 cameras. I don't think that they're in his bedroom or bathroom. Like, what privacy does he need that's on her property that he feels like is being intruded? 
Like who's coming in and out that he feels like he needs this extra privacy? Like, well, what if but there who's was coming in and out that she needs the cameras on? Maybe there are thieves. The reason, the whole reason they have cameras in the first place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. So if he's going to say she has to turn these off, then he then has to sign something and say, if anything goes wrong, if someone breaks onto the property, if someone trashes the property, that's on me and I'm going to have to take care of that. Okay. So I a hundred percent agree with that. I feel like if anything is quote unquote stolen from the property after the cameras go off, it's going to be an inside job. Yeah. Right. <sighs> okay. Okay. So... Uh, sorry. Reba McIntyre was married to Brandon Blackstock's father. Literally so, so far from Barbara Streisand. No, no, not so far. Because they're both um, singers and they're both mm. famous. So mm. in order to be so far, you'd have to be like, oh, no, this one's a circus clown and this one works in construction. That's the farthest you can get. I guess they are both white women. You got me there, Dimitri. You, go. you got me there. So after what many people would probably consider a massive financial win for Brandon in this divorce settlement, do you think this weird legal move just adds to the bad blood? And do you think it's going to affect the kids? I think it's my impression is that this is just a petty move. Like why have the, you know, if she's looking at the cameras for what you've already settled, if he's worried about the cameras and saying, turn them off and she's not like it's to me, it just seems like pettiness right now. Yeah. Also, he's already gotten so much money out of her. Just, just let her watch you do weird stuff. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? It's like she she paid a fair price to watch the show. Let her leave the thirteen cameras on. I don't know. I don't. I don't know you if know? you. Were, I think you're just saying that. I don't know if you agree with that. I don't agree with it, but I do think it's funny. <laughs> it is very funny. But I just Speaking wanted to make, funny. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of funny, let's uh, head back into our fave Dave Chappelle incident at the Hollywood Bowl. So you guys know that his attacker came on stage and that he was mangled. This man left broken in pieces. A lot of people tackled him, beat the shit out of him, right? So Dave's attacker, apparently Dave met with his attacker, by the way. And he claims he did it for the fact that his grandma had been forced out of her Brooklyn neighborhood because of gentrification. And I don't know if you guys all know this, but recently, apparently... Dave was caught, quote unquote, being against an affordable housing plan in Ohio where he lives. And I think that maybe that there was some backlash from that. Although when you read more into that story, it's more about the fact that it is a small town and it's more about keeping the town a small town rather than adding so many more homes and having it be a, a complete changed atmosphere from where he grew up and what the town used to be like. And he said he was going to pull all of this funding from making a comedy club and all these. I, I mean, look, OK, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Right. OK, so that's why he's saying that he lunged onto the stage and I guess made this the whole ploy to hurt Dave. I don't even know if he had an end goal. No, I mean, what was yeah, what was the end goal? Was he going to then stand up and say, "Hey, I don't want to hurt him. I know I have this fake gun and this real knife. I just want to raise awareness for my grandmother's." <laughs> like, it seems like an excuse. Yeah, and apparently he's at L.A. County Jail with bail set at thirty thousand, which is low enough that he could probably get out if uh, someone wanted to get him out of there. Like Brandon Blackstock. Exactly. I mean, he's making more than that per month anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and also this guy's 23. 
I don't know. This seems like one of those things where you just find out later that someone was on drugs or was mentally ill or I don't know. It just seems like such a completely out of place motivation. It is. And and I think if you want to raise awareness, there's there's other ways to do it. Granted, uh, Hinckley Jr. Yeah, yeah, shot it's, President it's, Reagan because he was trying to get J- uh, Jodie Foster to go out with him, which I mean, dig in all the issues with that one. But so there are there are cases where people do something outrageous to draw attention for something, but clearly not sane. But I don't buy it. I feel like this was an act. Maybe he was angry about what Chappelle said, but I don't think he was raising awareness. I don't think he was doing this for his grandmother. No, I, I didn't see a sign that said gentrification is ruining everything. You and know, he wasn't yelling it when they were beating the shit out of him. No, no. And I don't see him marching around outside of a Starbucks near him. You know, no. that's really the big issue here is not Dave Chappelle's Starbucks. Sorry, just hanging around a British man just really. Got... <laughs> Never mind. OK, so. <laughs> do, I, so do I seem different to you, Dimitri? Do I this, seem a, little a little bit. A little bit. I, I'd say things are going well <laughs> there in Ibiza. Uh, does he live there or is he? No, he lives in London. Okay. So thanks for coming back to what's important. Well, so I'm just trying to plan out. So there's probably going to be more podcasts from London to, okay. Wow. To look my Dimitri, schedule it's like you saw right through my plan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I could never commit a crime because Dimitri would figure it out instantly. That's right. Uh, but as far as this guy that tackled Dave Chappelle, like if he wanted to raise, go strike up a deal with the dude with the sign or whatever, like, you're right. The signs go some somewhere else. This to me is is I went nuts, and now I'm trying to 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 back it off, which drives me crazy because all these people that do things and say no, no, it was just this. It's like you know what you did it. Just own up to it. We have we don't have enough resources and time to sift through everyone's back channeling of how to get out of something that they did. Yeah, it's like if I had to get out of every time I brought up a guy I thought was going to be the one on this podcast, I'd be like. I think my grandma got divorced by a m- mean person. Yep. And, and so now I'm against all marriages. So I got to talk about them. And the whole reason I keep talking about conjugal visits is because somewhere in my lineage, someone was in prison and I find that hot. I'm something. I'm Your sure. analogy was better. So <laughs> I, I think what's I, also interesting is that Howard Stern. I don't know if you heard about this. Howard Stern is just popping off on Hollywood mm-hmm. hypocrisy. You know, he does what he does. He does. So during a recent episode of Howard Stern show, he's saying the guy jumped on stage and attacked Dave Chappelle. As soon as that happened, did they let him go back to his seat and laugh and sit next to his wife and then give him an award? No, they took him backstage. They broke his arms and hands so bad. They, and I quote, fucking beat the shit out of him. Howard says Will should not have been treated differently just because of his celebrity status, adding that the Academy didn't react properly. But is it the Academy or is it everyone? You know, because when Dave got attacked, all the other comedians started running out on stage. But I didn't see any other actors getting up there being like, oh, what, should I get my gown dirty? You know? Right. And there was no standing ovation. Obviously, his his reference, well, well you know, I think we've said this before. I don't think it was handled properly. So he's really just adding on to what we've all discussed. And his analogy or his... His comparison doesn't totally work because this guy wasn't up for an award at the Netflix as a joke thing. He was just there. So, no, they didn't send him back to his wife and he get an award. But the, the point is made in that should Will Smith have had his arms broken and beat up backstage? No, these guys reacted to a threat to Dave Chappelle. And people, because Will Smith was a celebrity, they didn't see it as much of a threat to Chris Rock. Was it handled incorrectly? 100%. 
Yeah, Chris didn't. Ha- uh, Chris. Will didn't have a gun. Will didn't have a knife. Will wasn't premeditated. And Will had a had a reputation. Right. And this guy was an unknown with weapons, multiple, and premeditated the fact that he was going to do this. Right. So that's pretty scary. Yeah. That's a well, little different in my opinion. I wonder but if his grandmother's th- proud for the awareness he rose with <laughs> gentrification. Yeah, now they're never going to build uh, affordable <laughs> housing. You know, Not, They won't name it after him, I'll tell you that. Mm-mm. Did you get what you wanted? <laughs> Speaking of getting what you wanted. <laughs> Is this back to your guy? <laughs> yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> He's so cute. Speaking of getting what you wanted. Well, these two people did not get what they wanted. If was that a good segue, would you say? <laughs> you know what? We were on the right road, but then I think there was a speed bump. But there, there was a speed bump in that I did the opposite of the thing that I wanted. Okay, so you guys have heard about the Casey White, Vicky White, no relation story, right? An escaped Alabama inmate, Casey White, called prison guard his wife. Wife. I just felt like saying it like that <laughs> when nice. apprehended. Okay. Vicky White died Monday night at the hospital, and Casey is now in custody. So we've been following this little chase. Florence, Alabama murder suspect Casey White has been interviewed extensively since he was apprehended in Indiana on Monday, ending an 11-day multi-state manhunt and is cooperating with the investigation. So after escaped inmate Casey White, 38, and Lauderdale County Assistant Director of Corrections Vicki White, 56, were spotted at an Evansville, Indiana hotel on Monday. They led police on a car chase in a Cadillac. The crash ended in a wreck. <laughs> because who, does, was, who doesn't escape on a Cadillac? Yeah, right? I mean, it, sound, it just sounds like fear and loathing in Las Vegas. That's right. So... The cra- they were just they were literally just heading to Vegas to get Vegas married. That's all that was happening. Oh. So the crash ended in a wreck. Vicky was hospitalized for injuries from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound, officials said. She died at a hospital Monday night. An autopsy is set for today, Tuesday, but by the time you listen to this Wednesday or whenever you get around to listening to it, the manhunt began on April 29th when Casey and Vicky, who are not related, LOL, fled the Lauderdale County Jail. This honestly feels a lot like me and Adam. We're like, are we related or are we dating? Okay. Authorities said they believe Vicky willingly participated in the escape, which took place on her last day before retirement. I go further than to say she willingly participated. I think she planned the whole thing. Yeah. And do you think that she thought she would get away with it because she was retiring? I mean, it's, you can't be that bright to think, oh, I'm gonna, I'm retiring, so everyone's going to think, oh, she didn't come back to work. No, she's with the dude that she walked out of prison. She said, I'm going to bring him. She told everybody because she was, what, the assistant director or deputy, whatever. She said, yeah. I'm bringing him to his mental health check at the courthouse or whatever. There was no appointment. There was no, So to think that they weren't going to like follow up and realize that there were some plot holes there is, shows that she was not really thinking this past the plan of getting him out of there, which, by the way, as you said, 11-day manhunt, right? They were gone for 11 days that they escaped. Where did they find them? Like six hours away. So maybe you planned how to get out, but you didn't really plan what you were going to do after that. Yeah, and can we call it a person hunt? Okay, there are two people involved and one is not a man, Dimitri. Good call. Good okay, call. Okay, but I, I also would like to say, look at all the just the holes and the gaps in the system. The fact that there was never even an appointment, but no one checked up on it. Yeah. 
Well, and I think that's because she was the assistant deputy. And so she told her she was the superior to these people. And she said, I'm going to do this. So why would they double check? But it was apparently on a day where everyone was like in court doing like everyone was kind of assigned place. It was perfectly. I think the escape was perfectly planned on her part. It was just yeah, done like, why would you only go six hours away? Get as far away. As, haven't you seen any movies? Like watch anything with Liam Neeson. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just you know I mean, I mean, just for fun because he's fantastic. But yeah, also he's fantastic. But also you learn how to escape from jail and uh-huh. then move to a different country like everyone else. You know six, what I mean? Six hours away in a Motel 6. I mean, uh, they had no plan. That's clear. I no. think they just thought they would wing it. I mean, I wonder if she genuinely thought that people would think that she somehow got captured and was brought along for the ride. But then she committed suicide. Yeah. And and like they said, there was no way that he planned this. Like, And by the way, he's just singing along with it. They, they, apparently, they interviewed him after they caught him. And he's, they said he's very helpful. Like he's, and he wants to go back to Alabama. He's like, no. Uh, he signed his uh, waive the extradition thing. He's like, I'll go back. She killed herself. And he's like, I'll go back. He was like, yeah, it, was good. it was a good run. We tried, but. Is there any world that exists where if we're thinking in a weird fantasy land, right? It, like, let's just put this in movie terms. What if he pretended to be in love with her to get out and it just didn't go as planned? There was some sort of romantic turmoil, etc. She realized her big mistakes and then maybe she tried to make sure he couldn't leave and then it just ended in this situation is that possible it's possible and i like where where you're going with that but my understanding is that he takes um medicine for psychotic episodes and stuff like that so do i and and what he's i think it's different um (laughs) and what he's in prison for you're not in prison what he's in prison for is pretty violent stuff and pretty like through fits of rage and stuff so it would it be interesting if that was the case yes but i don't think that's the case but don't you think he could be super manipulative Sure, because the, uh, my understanding is that there was also when he was in a different prison, he became very friendly with the, with the guards and stuff like that. So that could be his thing. There might ha- there might be more of the story that we will never know. Yeah, this guy's mind you. This guy's six nine, three hundred thirty pounds, like gigantic. Huh. Like well, okay, that's not where I was going with that. But. No, definitely not where you were going. <laughs> no. <nope. but. laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm interested to see how the story unfolds. Although I feel like we will probably not get the truth on this. Uh, probably not. Although I, they haven't released what he's been saying, but it'll be interesting. Obviously, uh, unfortunately, she is uh, deceased, and we won't be hearing um, from her. But I liken this to you know this is like I'm sure you know this. I'm going to try and put this in an analogy that that you would understand. I'm sure you've been hit on by a guy that's like, oh man, if I could only be with you and this and that. And then once you guys got together, it's like, well, that sucked. That's what this is. She's like, man, we're going to escape from prison. I got this whole thing. It's going to be awesome. They got out of prison. She's like, I don't know. Should we just drive to a Motel 6? Like nothing. There's no there's no payoff. She really, for everything that she put on the line, this was botched. This was very botched. This was very botched. This was like a bad celebrity plastic surgery. Yes. Speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for us to delve into our main case for today. This is this is really heartbreaking. I I actually do hate this story, by the way. Should we take a break and come back to it? Yeah, I need to cry before we just really dive into the dark stuff. 
Yeah, we went from having some fun with stuff, but this one's a little darker, so yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Hey guys, it's Cheryl Burke. You know me from Dancing with the Stars, but guess what? I have a new podcast called Burke in the Game. It may look like that my life is full of costumes and whatever, but at the end of the day, you probably don't know the Cheryl behind the Mirrorball Trophy. I've been really curious about how and why a lot of my relationships or every single one really has not worked out. And I can only point the finger at myself. One of the things that I want to work on is not being so controlling. Like I'm so tired of thinking that I can control everything around me when there isn't enough hours in the day, even if there were. In order for me to really practice what I'm preaching, I have to turn my life over to someone else. And what better way than to turn it over to you guys? I have to be able to take accountability. And that's what I'm doing here. Listen to Burke in the Game starting May 10th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. I don't know.
know why I keep saying dial, Dimitri, but here we are, social sleuths. We are back. No one has a dial. No nope. one's no one's dialing anything. I might go as far as to say that you're too young to even say that. Because it just feels like the thing you're supposed to say. Yeah, from but you movie. were born in the dial uh, period, right? No. You were born into the remote control era. Yeah. yeah. She's a remote control baby because she lacks control in every other area of her life. So anyway. Let me just mute myself. Okay. Thank you, Dimitri. Thank you. Dimitri wanted to laugh hysterically and then cry. And then he was very sad about just everything I've said in general. Dimitri's still on a high from going to Tom Cruise's red carpet. That was fun. Did you make any good contacts? Did you get any good photos? You didn't send us any. Well, because you were telling me that you were going to start uh, photoshopping yourself in them. And I was <laughs> concerned with what, and what is wrong with that. Okay. Anyway, I'll just slap a Getty image logo on it. Like I was definitely there, even though I was halfway across the world. Time to get into the case. It just aired on 2020 last Friday. So if you are watching 2020, you know what we're talking about. What is this case? In 1998, a five-year-old girl named Devin vanished from her apartment and Anthony Harris, then 12 years old, was charged and convicted of her murder. This is very sad. On June 2nd, 1998, Devin disappeared after she went outside to play. After Dunover disappeared from her new Philadelphia, Ohio apartment, her body was found in a nearby wooded area a day later. Harris and his family lived in the same apartment complex as their family and helped in the search. Authorities say the little girl was stabbed seven times in the neck. Two weeks after the body was found, Anthony was brought to the police station for questioning. At first, he denied he was involved, but he said the pressure from police got the best of him. During a hostile interrogation, investigators pressured Harris to admit to her murder, which eventually placed him behind bars, despite lacking evidence to verify him at the scene of the murder. This is very reminiscent of Amanda Knox and the Italian officials trying to force a confession. Mm -hmm. According to Harris's interview with 2020, he says the investigator, he had basically told me that if you confess to this murder, you can go home. It's like, okay, well, I'm over here scared, so I want to go home. He was found guilty in 1999, but won an appeal and his conviction was overturned in June of 2000 after the Ohio Fifth Court of Appeals determined his confession was coerced. Harris... A former Marine is frustrated the actual killer of Dunover has not been brought to justice. So this is a really interesting story because he still wants to find who the real killer is as well. More than 20 years after Anthony's conviction was overturned, Devin's murder still just remains a cold case. Harris alleges that there were some leads in this case that were never pursued. Some people who were part of the search party say they looked around the area where the little girl was found and didn't see her, so they believe her body was placed there after the fact. Other witnesses claimed during the trial that they saw a man in the area who was wearing a long sleeve plaid flannel shirt, which they said was odd given that it felt like a 90-degree summer day. Harris said he wasn't giving up his drive to help find the person responsible for her death. I think that this is a really hard story, obviously, and uh, I mean it's really interesting about minors being interrogated and pressured to confess to crimes mm -hmm. and or the fact that you know his mom was able to watch the interrogation through the mirror but couldn't hear anything that he was saying yeah a 12 year old so 
I don't like, know. Do you think it, parents should be able to hear what their kids are saying when they're being questioned by the police? I would think so. Or their lawyer or somebody like you can't have a 12 year old in there. And then like, as you said, if, if the 12 year old's scared and listen, I, I obviously don't know if he did this or not. I tend to believe he didn't. Um, but if they, you have a 12 year old in there and they're scared and there's no one else and these guys are just laying down, just tell us you did, tell us you did it. Tell, oh, you did this. We know how that goes in there, right? Hey, you can go home if you do this. The kids can say, oh, I did it because I want to go home. Right. Also, you know, kids sometimes, not that they lie, but I think, you know, kids have imaginations. And I think that your the parent would want to hear things because if the kid is is not sure about a timeline, or saying things that aren't, you know, trying to, if someone's trying to place them at the scene of the crime, but, you know, they were actually at the grocery store with their mom at that time, but they're saying that they were out playing, you know, that could right. potentially completely throw an entire case. I don't know. I think that obviously parents should be able to he- hear their kids if they're under 18. Yeah. Especially because- with these guys are good. In- interrogators are good at what they do, right? So you- you- you're matching wits with a 12-year-old who may... Nothing, nothing makes me. Well, I'm not sure. A lot of things make me angry, but I really don't like the the thing. And we've seen it in a lot of true crime stuff where the police just get something in their head and they're like, they just drive that home. And meanwhile, there's other options that are missed or other evidence and and, and things to look into that just aren't. Don't get the attention. And that's the other thing too is that this boy who probably didn't commit this murder, right? It's like, did he have anger issues? Did you, like, to have to stab someone seven times in the neck? What's a, your motive? A five-year-old, by the way. Not to, not to like, this is sad enough, but think about the size of a five-year-old neck. Like, what the f***? That's, that's some f***ed up stuff. Getting the knife, figuring, like, this is a very calculated, you know? And I just can't imagine how this would happen. And if they're saying that the body was placed there after, then he certainly didn't do it unless he got right. help from adults because he couldn't have carried her body. And then where would he have hit it? I mean, it's just too complicated, honestly. I'm not saying that kids aren't smart. I'm just saying that this is really out of the wheelhouse of a 12-year-old, I believe. I think so too. And, you know, and it was overturned. And But the thing is, when you do that, when, you, when you're like, oh, we know what it is, and you just put all your your resources into pinning it on that person. You're missing all this other stuff. The the guy in the flannel shirt and 90 degree weather, I don't know. That seems like something people in Ohio would do. Don't be mad at me, Ohio, or whatever. Call us on the hotline if you're mad. But I mean, that's like, maybe that's something, maybe it's not. But there are, there certainly has to be other things that could have been, you know, looked at. And I don't know how they did their job, but it sounds like they, for whatever reason, took this 12-year-old kid and was and was like, this is it. And, and just focus their resources on that. And how flimsy could it have been? A year later, it's overturned. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they just fixate on wanting to get an answer and moving on. And they don't even care if it's right or wrong. It's like, you don't care that you're messing with someone's entire life. You know, so his life was changed forever, yeah. right? I mean, he basically, that follows you around. You know, it there's does. no... And there's no justice to the story. So it's she's still dead. He, his name is forever tarnished, even though he never actually murdered anyone. And, the and especially since they never, never found. found. Right. So it's not like they're saying, oh, he's innocent. They're saying the case was overturned because of, uh, of not enough evidence or whatever. So he doesn't even have, you're right. He doesn't even have his name cleared from that. Like, oh, he didn't do it. It's like, oh, he wasn't found. He wasn't required to stay in, in prison for it. 
Right. So you know that there are some people who probably think he still did it. 100%. It's so sad. Do you think that there should be some sort of restitution paid to him and his family for what they had to go through? Uh, uh, yeah, I do. I think, obviously, I think it has to be proven. Uh, you know, they have to find the killer or prove that it wasn't him in order to pay that out. But if that's the case, then I think, yeah, for sure. They, they, his life is... His life has completely changed. Now, nothing, I mean, obviously, the, the, the most heartfelt thing here goes to the family, the five-year-old in the family of Devin. Um, but then his family, and if he didn't do this, that's the, their lives were shattered and altered forever as well. So if, if he had nothing to do with this, yeah, there should be some sort of compensation. I think so, too. And do you think that there's any chance of this case being solved more than 20 years later? I mean, in my opinion... Thank you, Leah, asking your, answering your own question. In my opinion, <laughs> it, well, it just seemed like there were a lot of leads they never followed up on. So unless there's any sort of DNA evidence, it's going to be impossible. Yeah. Um, and I've said in my mind a lot of times I've said, oh, we're never going to have the answer to this one. But then for some reason, something comes up. And nowadays, obviously, they're doing so much more with DNA and this and that, now they like they'll even dig up graves and find DNA that matches. Are you scratching your nose with your microphone? I did scratch my nose with my <laughs> microphone, and no one needed to know that. Okay, but I do appreciate you calling attention to it. We can cut that out. I thought you were just. It looked like you were nuzzling up to it or something. Um, well, I just thought it was Adam, my British Jewish man. Mm -hmm. But no, no, I. But I do. I. I think they can do a lot with DNA. But is there DNA evidence? You know, they've been able to solve cases thirty years after the fact because there was DNA evidence, and now they have better technology. I just. This. I mean, this feels. This has the essence of a forever cold case. It's. It's very possible, but um, you never know because obviously they must have collected and hopefully held on to evidence from that day, whatever she was wearing, where they found her, stuff like that. And I have seen cases where they go back and they they then match to uh, evidence that is that old DNA stuff now that they have the technology. So it is possible, but you kind of figured they would have done that already. Um, I don't know. I, I'd like to think, but obviously there's some cases that have not been solved uh, that are similar to that. So it's, it's possible. We'll never know. It's possible. We'll never know. All right. You know, this is a really heavy case, Dimitri. So I think I'd like to go to break before we cover our last hot topic for today. And as you pointed out, these breaks are not times for the listeners to go and commit crimes. So No. And I don't know why I was asking you permission to take a break. We're no, taking you know, a break. I don't think anybody took it that way because you would never. Social sleuths. BRB, babes. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
all-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places and welcome back to real-time crime you guys today's last hot topic jesus this is i mean what is going on with our prison system okay in st louis a corrections officer has been arrested for bringing drugs to inmates first of all it's like I kind of just assume this happens all the time, if I'm honest. All right, moving on. I don't know. Okay. I, I never really gave it thought. But uh, clearly there's there's a, a bond that gets created between certain correction officers and inmates and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's, well, it's only human interaction. You know, I feel like you become attracted to whoever you're around, whether for better or for worse, you know. Right. And that's why I'm starting to feel like I shouldn't just have feelings for the first european man i meet. Well, that's like buying the first house you see it's like yeah but I mean, when you but when you've been living on the street and you you know you you have the money to buy a house you buy it when so. in rome yeah you just buy the house in rome so guys i'm moving to london anyway dimitri's dying okay so so this officer was arrested while on duty after she was accused of delivering drugs to inmates Guys, this officer had worked at the correctional facility for four years before her arrest. After a very long investigation, authorities claim that she brought in contraband, which included drugs and possibly fentanyl. The inmate she delivered the drugs to is Anthony Chapman, who also faces similar charges, but he's already in jail. So, I mean, I guess he just stays a little longer. According to authorities, text messages dating back to October 2021 showed Coffer the corrections officer and Chapman discussing their plans on how to transport the drugs along with footage showing the former corrections officer interacting with someone in a vehicle and bringing multiple items to Chapman's cell. So first of all, I didn't know inmates could get 
cell phones to text. Yeah, it's a different it's a different prison uh, system than I grew up with. Not that I was right. ever in one. Right. Okay. I'm like, okay, so was my childhood bedroom actually a prison? Because I did get text <laughs> messages in there. Um, you know, but the correctional officers there weren't as nice as these. Okay. So the corrections officers claim she brought the fentanyl pills to Chapman during a police interview. Meanwhile, there were two non-fatal overdoses of inmates in November of last year. Oh, okay. So after she serves four years as a correctional officer, it's like, how could someone who's so familiar with incarceration put themselves in a situation where they're arrested and then placed in jail? Like, don't you think that they would would want to avoid being the one in jail? It makes no sense to me. I, I agreed, and and you'd also think they would know certain things. Like, you have to not be thinking this through. You're texting with the inmate and scheduling all this through text message. Not the brightest. Um, no, I mean you're leaving a trail. There are receipts. It's, I mean, it's like you might as well just post it on Instagram. Let everyone know your plans. Yeah. And I don't know. Obviously, we've done two stories today where um, correctional officers have developed some sort of bond with inmates. And I'm sure it happens quite a bit more. Uh, I don't know the, the process for correctional officers and stuff like that. But is there like a mental health thing every couple years or, you know, kind of like you would do with a parole board, even though I know they're not the ones being held. And I'm sure it's a very difficult job to staff. But I think you almost have to either move them around or check in on them and, and, and make sure that they're not developing relationships with these inmates. Like maybe I'm dreaming. I mean, do you here. think it's romantic? <laughs> no. Do you? I mean, I feel like these all have to be kind of romantic. I don't think this was purely a business transaction. I think that, you know, when you're in close proximity to certain people all the time, you inevitably fall for one or two of them. Yeah, and you and it's that Florence Nightingale thing too. You probably feel badly for these people. Think you hear their side of the story. You think maybe they didn't do it. Maybe there was a reason that they did it, or you know maybe they've changed their ways, or maybe you don't care. So yeah, I, I'm sure there is a romantic element to it, and I'm sure I don't know that I necessarily find it romantic. Like if you were to write a rom com and it was a correctional officer who fell in love with an inmate and this that, I don't know that that would hook me the way these others do. But I'm sure there's, listen, there's someone out there for everyone. It's just. Yeah, and I found mine. <laughs> By you... next week, I'll, I'll have a different guy in the background. <laughs> Here's the deal. Is he still there? Because No, he's not. Okay, that's good. What you were keep... you going to say? Well, you keep talking about how you're going to move to London and you found your everyday. I just want to make sure I don't see him tiptoeing out with a suitcase after he hears these things. I'm actually in prison and he's my prison guard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no, I just I just think that, you know, whether or not you want to consider this a workplace, this is kind of a don't shit where you eat situation. And maybe that is exactly what I'm doing here in Ibiza. But you know what? (laughs) Some birds just don't want to fly free. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't. In fairness, I don't see your situation as the same as this one. You're not being uh, held because you've done something wrong. Yeah. yeah, I don't. You do you feel like there's a part of you that thinks that they wanted to get caught? I guess like that always crosses my mind when people do something stupid, but then I realize that no offense, there are just some stupid people out there. I mean, they just that get caught up secretive about it. Yeah, yeah, it's like there were overdoses, so obviously there were drugs coming in. Then they have text messages. It's like grow up, understand that if you're texting someone anything at any point, it will be made apparent. 
Yeah, I don't see the benefit to um, to wanting to get caught on that one unless it's like a guilt thing and you're like, I've done this and now I need to get out of it. But it didn't seem like that's what it was. It's not like they're going to be locked up together. It's not they're like they're, like they're going to be like, all right, well, you guys obviously broke the law here. We're going to let him free and you guys go live. There was no benefit to this unless it was just getting rid of guilt. But I feel like, again, there's a different way to do that. Yeah, I I think that you're right, though. I think that they need to start rotating well, maybe it really messes up their lives because maybe they're they live in somewhere and they don't want to keep moving around to different facilities. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Correctional officer. So it's like I could see why they wouldn't want to continually uproot their lives every three to six months or six months to a year or whatever it is. But maybe they need to take a closer peek and evaluate, making sure no one's getting too connected to each other. Yeah, just put them. They don't have to like move to a different state. I'm, I'm, these states that we're talking about, I think, have multiple correctional facilities. Just rotate them around. It's kind of like working at different Starbucks. By the way, um, I just wrote down a little note a few minutes ago. Uh, you said, uh, "By the way, you're right, Dimitri." So I think we're going to use that as one of the social media clips. Doesn't out of context is fine. I just want that. And I think that's where we're going to end today, guys. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to end today, where Dimitri feels empowered. Not empowered, <laughs> just oh my. God forbid I got a compliment. All right, you run off. Go have fun with Andrew. We'll wrap up early. First of all, it's Adam. Second of all, it might be Andrew next week. Third of all, I like that me saying that you were right is considered a compliment. That I well, mean, I got better. I got to do better, Dimitri. Well, you start off every episode with this is sometimes now more than likely, uh, more often. Like he listen, could possibly make. So it saying I'm right is, and then telling me that you didn't have to ask permission for a commercial break. Trust me, all this stuff gathers up. So when you say you're right, it is a compliment, and you go have Noted. fun with. I'm not going to keep you anymore. You go have fun with Adam. Right, Adam. Hilarious, yeah. and you know if I think that I think the listeners deserve to see him. So, so Tara, our producer, if you want to just uh, add a quick clip of earlier when Dimitri, when you guys got to meet him, you know, so be it. So <laughs> just be it. add the clip when she goes. Hold on, I just want you to see something, and he walked in, and I just started laughing. I felt bad for him, but I'm sure he'll understand. <laughs> Oh boy, I'm a nightmare. All right, you guys, this has been another episode of Real Time Crime. I'm Leah Lamar. You can find me at Leah Lamar. That's right, with two R's on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok with five R's. Why? I don't know. I messed up my TikTok account a while ago, and that's just where we're at. And of course, you can listen to this podcast everywhere that you find your podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. And if you want to slide into my DMs, Tell me which episodes you're enjoying, what you're liking. Maybe if you want to give me some feedback, like, hey, Leah, stop laughing at your own jokes. I'm not going to, but just if you wanted to, I would understand. And Dimitri, we can find you on the internet as at Dimitri Pampas, like your actual name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I I was going to say, I think we should do an evidence episode where we just read some of your DMs and stuff and and read some of the the stuff that people send you. (gasps) Great idea. Yeah. So now if you guys do actually want to DM me, and if you want me to use your name or your handle, say that you want me to make it public. And if not, say it's private. But if you want to send me anything, if you want to send me a confession, not like anything actually criminal, but like something weird and funny, you can send that. You know, if it's like I once pooped my pants in Central Park and that actually did happen to me, which is why it was very specific <laughs> and the first thing I could think of. <laughs> It's a long story. And it's not the only time I've pooped my pants, to be fair. But um, yeah, so so send me some DMs or feedback or whatever you want. I'll read it out loud on the podcast. And 
you guys, you know you can also always call in, right? <laughs> you know you could call it. Just go online. 866-21-CRIME. So easy. It's 866-21-CRIME. 866-21-CRIME. It's 866-212-7463. Adam is going to leave me after hearing this song. (laughs) Make sure to follow us at Real Time Crime Pod on Instagram. We love you so much. Stay safe. Good night, friends. All right. You and Adam go play corrections officer and... and, An inmate? (laughs) See you. Corrections officer. Him. <laughs> I'm a nut. Okay, bye, you guys. Mwah. Bye. It's real time crime. It's real time crime. It's real time I mean, is it actually real time crime? Are we solving anything? Or is that just a thing we say? It's a thing we say. Got it. Okay. See you next week for more real time crime. Only on iHeartRadio. All inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.